0: Welcome everyone to episode 12 of the Whiskey Amateur Podcast. My name is Paul Ewing and I am your host. This is a relaxed, competition-style whiskey showdown to be determined by two amateurs, including myself and a guest, each episode. We have very little to no knowledge about the complexities of whiskey, hence the name Whiskey Amateurs. The purpose behind this podcast is to determine which whiskey is the best. Today, we'll be sampling three randomly selected whiskeys blindly in three rounds of competition. Each round, we'll sip the whiskeys, describe them to you, and score them. The scoring will be like golf, where we're looking for the lowest score possible after three rounds. At the end of the podcast, the whiskeys will be revealed to the guest and I. Yet, for you, the listener, the names of the whiskeys will already be revealed to you in the title of this podcast. All right. And welcome to the show is Tim. Hey, Tim. How's it going, man? Good, Paul. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. You excited about being on the podcast? You have no idea. I mean, we've been talking about this for a while, haven't we? We, we have. All right. So, like every guest uh, before you, I always ask the same question. Tim, on a scale of one to ten, one being you never drink whiskey, you don't know anything about the stuff, uh, you just shotgun it or whatever, to 10, being a sommelier, maybe you worked at a bar, maybe you know a lot about the stuff. Where do you fall on the scale?
1: It's a confusing, a very confusing uh, category for me because I'm in coffee, and I like to taste the flavors of coffee, but this is just a completely different beverage. So on the, on like the. Flavor profiling in general, I'm probably about a seven, but throwing it as a drink that I don't normally drink a lot of, I might be just a five.
0: All right. So Tim is giving himself a five and I'm sticking with five my three five. and a half to four category. We go up at 5.5. All right. So Tim a 5.5. I'll go with 3.5. So, Tim, we have three whiskeys in front of us, A, B, and C. We don't know what they are. We'll find out at the end of the podcast. For anyone listening, you know, you'll see it in the uh, title of the show. So, Tim, you ready to start? Yes. All right. So, cheers to A. Salud. Salud. Oof, that first sip always. So, what are your thoughts?
1: I'm going to take another, a second sip if that's uh is that, is that allowed? Yeah,
0: as many sips as you want. We have lots of whiskey in front of us, so as much as you want to do, buddy.
1: You know, I like this. It's got a soft beginning. I agree. But at the end, it like kind of, it definitely burns going down. Yeah, again, I agree. Yeah, but it, it's got like an oaky flavor to it. Fair enough. Like woods. I feel like I'm out by, by. It was a perfect whiskey to sit next to a campfire and roast some marshmallows. I mean,
0: tis the season, right? We're here in November already. That's so. right. Yes, it's very uh, pungent. It's strong. It, I agree with you that it comes in with kind of a burning kick sensation towards the end. It's not bad. But again, I always feel like with A, you have to come back to it after B and C, and you might feel a little bit different about it. But I like it. You like it? I okay. definitely like it. Well, let's see if you like B or C after this. Uh, you want to move on to B? We'll see what we think about it.
1: Yeah, let me uh, clear my palette real quick. Ooh.
0: All right, on to All B. Right. On to B. Cheers. Salud. a so little bit of my Spanish coming out, you know? Well, yes, I know about your time over. And where was it
1: again? Uh, Peru. I lived and I've been to Argentina,
0: Mexico, Puerto Rico, and Ecuador. You've been around?
1: This is sweet.
0: Yeah, it's a very different flavor.
1: It's got even like a syrupiness to it. Maybe. Like yeah. A, what I mean by that is like a a syrupy beverage will like coat the coat the mouth. Where Agreed. the first one kind of like just went down and just like stuck in the back of my back of my of the throat. Okay. But this one is like lingering on the tip of my tongue. It kind of tastes like apple pie.
0: I agree that this one has more of like a mouthfeel that it's very sweet and it doesn't have that same kick. And I don't feel it in the burning chest sensation like we did with A. I do like it. Um, There's nothing wrong with it.
1: Maybe it doesn't actually taste like apple pie. It just feels like... um at the tip of my tongue now, that's like lingered on a little bit.
0: Yeah, that's
1: what gives me the the thought yeah.
0: of that. But yeah, do you need to resample B again? I think we had a pretty good feeling no, about did, the same thing. I did it. I did it twice. Do you do you like B better than A at this point? Currently, yes. Ooh, because you said you liked A when it first came out.
1: Yeah, it was really
0: smooth. But correct. The B was like sweet. Yeah, it's very different. All right, let's go with C now. See what we think All about right. C. Well, cheers to you. Cheers, salut. And now we're sampling C. Now, this isn't as syrupy. Okay.
1: It's not as strong as A either. It's actually kind of
0: really smooth. I kind of feel like it'd be like if A and B were to have a baby, C would be that baby. Because it has that bite and that warmness in my chest, right? But also at the same time, the the mouth feel is there where I feel the syrupiness.
1: It's funny how you say that because if I really think about it, I think B would be more like the baby of A and C. Because I think C is a little sweeter and and um, softer than B, but A is more harsh than B. Like it, I think B right
0: there is right there in the middle. Well, maybe we could do a bonus episode after this. We could pour like A into C, a B into C, and A into B, and see if like <laughs> one tastes like something else, and see if we can make our own mixture. We'll call it whiskey babies. <laughs> you know, that's be my spinoff with you. We can do whiskey, whiskey babies. babies. Uh, well, let's go back and try A real quick and see what we think about A now that we've gone through a little bit, had some water, see if it's all that kick and see if we still feel as strong or not about it. Tim just finished his A.
1: It still has that burn in the back of the throat.
0: Yeah, but I don't feel it as much in the chest this time around. No, no, definitely not. But what do you think overall about A? It's my least, my least liked. Your least liked. I might, yeah, I might be on the same category with you. So, so do you think you're a,
1: another taste just to like
0: kinda That's fine. Yeah, you go down the line. Go A, B, C if you want and see what you feel about all of them. Which which this time around is a little got a little more um fire behind its ass. What on B?
1: Yeah. I don't know if it's just a uh, added uh whiskiness in the mouth or something. Yeah. I also forgot to the
0: cleanse, cleanse with, with the palette. water. You have to cleanse the palate each time. I got people that do different things each podcast. <laughs> people that smell I mean, you're
1: it you're gonna be a good sommelier of wine coffee whiskey anything
0: you gotta clear the palate you're supposed to clear
1: the palate every time
0: all right so are you ready to score a b and c i know you went all the way down the line and retried
1: them all again i want to try i'm gonna try b and c one more time because i kind of forgot which one i liked better i think i like c better you
0: gotta keep you on track okay i want to be sh- i just want to be sure no i already enough. know
1: a is my last
0: okay so you're saying a it's not my is, first my is last three it's just my last fair enough Actually, A is also three for me. It is a toss up between B and C. I guess the only difference I would say is B is more sweet, where C has a little bit more burn to it. So you just have to make a decision on which one you like the most and which one you like the least. Yeah, I like B the most. You like B the most, okay.
1: It's sweeter in the syrupiness we were talking about earlier. I really do like that.
0: You like the sweetness better.
1: And the syrupy like the body it has. Gotcha. Sometimes I just
0: go for the body. So A is your least favorite, and that should be three. So A to me is three. It's my least liked. Wait, Uh, this is
1: scored in golf, right?
0: So lowest 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 score is better. It was better, yeah. B was scored two for me. Um, I think it was a little too sweet for me. I want to feel a little bit more like it's whiskey. It's not bad. It's not the greatest. When it's sweet, but maybe it'll feel different after some ice. So that leaves me with C, and C is one. So we've now scored round one. We're gonna take a small break, and we're gonna come back with some ice, and we're gonna see how we like round two: A, B, and C with ice. All right, and we are back, folks. uh We got one ice cube in each cup, and a good amount of whiskey. And we are taking our ice breaker. We're gonna give it some time to cool off and let the ice melt a little bit to give us some water. Anyways, let's get back to the whiskey. So let's go ahead and start with A and see what we think about A. Cheers by the way. Cheers. And we're just sipping A. So now that we have some ice in there, what do you think about it?
1: It's still disgusting. Yeah? You're not a fan I, of it? No, like I can taste like how it's weaker and like more watered down,
0: but it opened up that that burning
1: sensation.
0: It actually opened it up. To the mouth, but not in the chest anymore. That's what I'm feeling about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't really feel that so much. It's, I now taste the flavor of that burn.
0: Yes, that's what I'm saying. The taste of the burn is in the mouth, not where we felt it before in the chest. Exactly. I agree with you on that, 100%. Yeah. So uh, there's no chest burn anymore. No that's me gusta. gone.
1: I don't like it. Hey, how do you say I don't
0: like it in Japanese? Uh Watery. watery which means bad. saying so you can be like, oh, watery. Or you can be like, in Which is like... Good, but saying the negative, the opposite of, the opposite of it. Yeah. Oh, not good. Not good. Yeah. So you're not a fan of A still? Even no. with the ice, it didn't do too three, much for I'm you. I'm
1: already saying that's a
0: three. Well, we can come back to it.
1: We'll go back to it. Let's we'll try, to.
0: go ahead and try B next and see what you think about that. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Salute. Salute. Ooh,
1: I do. That's not as sweet anymore to me. No, the sweetness left. So sort did of the body. Really? So when, it's I mean, like it's, when you got married. Not you, but just in general. <laughs>
0: I still think there's a lingering mouthfeel to it, but I do want to say that the sweetness of it went away.
1: I thought that joke was just way too funny.
0: <laughs> well,
1: hopefully. People I mean, I'm
0: single, so. hopefully. Well, you've been married before, have you? No, I've never been married. Oh, I thought you've been married before. I've just been in a couple of relationships that have been gone sweet. Like, like a marriage? Yeah. So, yeah, back to the whiskey. Um For me, with B, mouth. Feel is still there, but the sweetness that we tasted before to me is gone. The water or the coolness of it. I definitely still feel
1: the uh, sensation of wanting to be next to a campfire with that whiskey, like the oakiness. Well, you said that with A. No, that was B. I
0: did go back. I thought you said with A, but that's fine. So, oakiness, feeling like no. you want to be next to a campfire. No, with you're B. right.
1: B was with the warm of a pie.
0: Yeah. And A was the one where you felt like you wanted to sit by a fireplace. But either way, so now you're saying you would rather toss A if it had ice in it, and you'd sit yeah, by the I'd fireplace with that B instead. Face. So it's gonna that, be
1: rail. That's probably like some cheap ass like six dollars. So is the apple pie taste still there for you with B? Um, no, because the sweetness so not isn't there. But I I taste the oak. I got that's what I was saying. taste like oakiness to it. Like I definitely
0: knew it. Taste some oak in this one. Like now.
1: the A was like the burning in the mouth. B was the the oak, but at the lingering flavor of apple pie towards the end. But because it doesn't linger in the palate, I'm not getting that apple pie.
0: Okay. So what are you getting now from B Just with ice like, and some oak, water
1: bonfire and stuff? Like.
0: And that's it? Yeah. That's yeah. The, the feeling. But what do you think? No, taste of oak. Taste of oak. Yes, I got that. But the feeling is that you want to be by a bonfire with this one instead.
1: Yeah. That warm, fuzzy feeling of being next to a fire and
0: drinking some whiskey is that. Is much better. Is that one. Copy.
1: Yeah. Like, I want to buy that at a liquor store. Well. Just to enjoy that moment next to the bonfire while sipping this
0: whiskey. Gotcha. Well, we haven't tried C yet. Right, right. So, why don't we move on to C and see what we think about C and see with ice and a little bit of water how we feel. Cheers to C. Cinnamon. I definitely taste some cinnamon in that. I would say maybe pepper for me, but some sort of like spiciness to it. Definitely hits you at first. I like that one. What else do you think about it for you?
1: It's very pleasant. Pleasant how? Just the way that it like interacts with my palate is just in a very pleasant way. And I'm like, it's not offensive. It's like A is offensive. B, I like it. C is pleasant. Okay.
0: Okay. Some but is it now of... more pleasant than B? Because B was your highest strength for the round one, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was. It was. And I'm just going to double check.
0: All right, go back Let's and B.
1: make sure that. Well,
0: he's double checking with B. Uh, C to me still has a mouthfeel to it. Um, there is this overwhelming sensation of some sort of spiciness to it. Maybe cinnamon, maybe some sort of black pepper, cayenne maybe. Something that feels dry but spicy at the same time. Followed by a little hint of sweetness for me after that dissipates. Stays in your mouth. Not much burning going on with it. Overall, a good experience with C with ice and quite pleasurable to me as well. So after tasting them again, between B and C, I was
1: just basically getting going off of pleasantness pleasantness in the palate. Okay. And when I tried B first, I was like, oh, that's kind of good. That's, that's very pleasant. And then I tried C and I was like, that's pleasant too. But I think B was a little bit better. And that's kind of how I feel.
0: Okay. So between B and C, you're still liking B the best. I'm still liking B the best. Gotcha. So for you, your B is still staying at one, you're saying? Yep. And C is still staying staying at at two. two. So your score hasn't changed from round one to round two. No, it has not. What's funny is... I feel the same about my round one and round two. A definitely is coming in third. B is staying at second. And C is still my favorite. Reason for that is with C, I like kind of like the new element of the spice that we taste the first round for me. Still has a little bit of sweetness to it. It's not the overpowering sweetness that we had with round one. But now that B doesn't have any sweetness to it, I feel like there's really no notes to it. I mean, I guess I taste the oakiness that you're talking about. But to me... It's not like an overpowering sensation of oak. It's just. Agreed. Some sort of oak. It's like chestnuts or woody.
1: roasting on an open fire. Like,
0: just kind it of could be that. happening. Maybe if this is being done in winter, I'd feel a little bit more like, ooh, I like the chestnuts or the oakiness. <laughs> but now that it's fall, and it is becoming cold. Maybe I like more of the cinnamon spice or pumpkin <laughs> it's spice. And <everything> nice. <laughs> So again, yeah, so one for C, B, two, and A, three. So we're going to take a small break. We're going to clean out our glasses and come back again, and we're going to do the lightning round with Tim. See you guys shortly. All right, and we are back. So, Tim, we have two options for round three. I'm giving you either a choice of price, closest to the price wins, kind of like price is right, or taste, where I will read the description of what the maker says it should be tasting like. And we try to see which tastes we taste.
1: You know, with with my background in coffee, yes. like, I, a lot of coffees will have these flavor profiles. Okay. And what we would do, especially when working in the cafe, all right, we would be like, all right, let's see if we can taste this black currant. And like it's the weirdest flavor, bell peppers would be on one. Like, what the fuck is this shit? We would just try. and be like, I don't know, man. And then sometimes we would get it would be like, yeah, definitely this tastes like it. So where did the uh, flavor profiles come from? The maker or whatever as well? No, it all depends on where the coffee's from, the soil of the ground, how it was roasted, uh, how it was brewed, can you really bring out certain profile, certain flavors of the coffee? But so- it's really about where it's from and how it was grown. Okay. But there's no added flavor whatsoever. Like you can have a coffee and it has a flavor profile of blackberries. There's no
0: flavoring there. True. So this has been the biggest uh, correlation I've had with this podcast that I've said a couple different episodes that I've complained about or made note to is like, to me, if I'm going to have whatever the flavor, flavor profiles, let's say black currant for example. If you're not putting physical black currants into the barrel at some point and it's not sitting there and soaking in with it and receiving it through the process of fermentation – how the fuck do you say it tastes like black currants? Because it's a flavor profile, not a flavor ing. See, that's the difference. Is like I would uh, yeah, but a flavor profile could be anything. And that doesn't subjective. Seem, it's that's very subjective. subjective. Correct. So why even say anything about it? I like the flavor to be what we just said, that it was an actual flavor of it because it was added, not just a, a profile where it was. That would make things a lot easier, wouldn't it? But at least with coffee, it makes sense. If it says bell peppers and they were like oh well we grew pe- bell peppers in these fields two seasons ago and now we're planting coffee over top of it that gives me a sense of like okay i could understand that and if the whiskey wheat or barley came from a field that had black curd in it two seasons ago i could see you saying that but if there's no hierarchy of why that comes to it to me uh, i just wanted to say it
1: i mean there's like this breakdown of uh how flavor reacts with the with the tongue and the brain and also what is impacting the the item that's touching the tongue and it's the way that a lot of these companies will come up with their flavor, flavor profiling mm-hmm. like to make it like across the board they'll have a panel of judges like maybe 5 3 10 people that sit in a room and taste the coffee and they discuss as they're sipping the coffee like what do they taste you could randomly taste I taste a a rusty penny and no one else in the room tastes it, then that will not be considered to be on the list. Okay. But then you could taste it and be like, you know, I taste I taste burnt rubber. And let's say out of ten people, You're the three one other ones say, you know, actually I kind of taste burnt rubber too. Then it would be kind of then it would have to be put on the label as a possible flavor profile. Interesting. So it's not just one person.
0: Never seen that before in my four years of coffee.
1: <laughs> well, it happens in like.
0: Well, did you work in a coffee place where they actually put the flavor profiles on the coffees? Correct. And the way we we roasted it, and uh, we buy the source the beans from wherever we buy it. You know, Nicaragua, or if we bought it from India, or you know, um, an Arabic country, or Colombia, where we bought it from, we'd buy it and come in house. We roasted ourselves. We had like professional roasters, and then. But who flavor profiled? I would assume the roasters are the person that bought it from that region. That is the buyer that would give that. Wouldn't, so, wouldn't that be how it would be done?
1: It all depends. Okay. Like you can you can be a, a random coffee farm and someone comes in, they buy your coffee and they, they, they ship it to a warehouse where that warehouse sells green coffee to the entire country. Like there's one in New Jersey and one in New York City that are like huge. So you're a coffee roaster. You buy from these people. And they say, you know, you might taste this, but then you're you're a um, very experienced with your palate. You've tried a lot of things. You've really practiced this, and you decide as a roaster, you know, they may have told me it tastes like chocolate, but you know what? I actually taste I taste Granny Smith apple. Okay, and so you're gonna throw that on your label because you're the roaster. It's your name on the coffee, and it's your expertise behind the labeling true
0: but again the thing that's weird about that let's say let's let's say oh i taste granny smith right but if you're buying it from columbia which isn't adherent to growing granny smith apples anywhere within probably the region i could be wrong but i think you're completely wrong sorry dude. oh they, they sell granny smith apples <laughs> no no columbia? i'm saying it
1: has nothing to do with it
0: again yeah but i don't it, know man to me it's like if it's not grown it's in like the soil wine. or there isn't something that's yeah but with wine the only thing about wine is like they they at least have that They do that. They say like, oh, these grapes were growing in, you know, an area that was aerated with so-and-so for so many years. And that's where we get our black currant from. Not all the time. Not all the time, but some of them are. And usually not
1: that much. It's usually they sit there, they taste it. They say, this is what it's supposed to taste like. And they cultivate the berries over years. Yeah. And that's how they know what it tastes like because of year after year after year after year. Same thing with the coffee year after year after year after year. These regions are producing these flavors but the difference is All right, with so coffee versus wine, the or wine versus alcohol. No, just wine because okay. the wine, the grapes are grown in a region where they smash the grapes and make the juice and make the wine there. Coffee, they take the bean, they take the cherry, they split the the bean. Yeah, they dry it, then they ship that somewhere else in the entire. Well, they world. also
0: separate out the bean as well.
1: Yeah, that's what I meant. They separate the fruit from the bean.
0: Yeah, but then the, after they pull the bean from it, you also know that they also separate the bean out based off size and density.
1: Yeah, I wasn't going to go into that whole. <laughs> <laughs> There's well, a that's lot a, more to it than we think.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, for anyone that drinks coffee, that's a huge distinction as well. That does, some of the coffees are more highly priced than others because if you're a smaller density bean, if I remember my training right, it's more has a different taste and a higher taste profile. That those are more expensive than beans that are more mature and bigger in size because the bigger beans don't have as much flavor to them. That's very
1: correct. But the thing is that throws that into into a spin is that a farm will basically have the same density and same size beans for the most part. Depending
0: on the farm, correct? Yeah, and in the region. True, but some farm factories, that's what they're known for is that you can get a smaller bean or a higher size bean or different density and they sell it at different pricing. From the same farm? From the same farm, yeah.
1: Yeah, I could see that with different, um, what do you call it, like different var- varietals of the coffee? Yeah. Like the different uh, species of coffee? Correct. And that could also be farm.
0: why you're buying some pounds dig from Colombia, And you're like, why am I buying this Colombian coffee and it's only $15 a pound, but I'm buying this other Colombian coffee over here that's $45 a pound. Sometimes that could be the real distinction is that people don't know because they're buying a ground. it's been roasted so they can't see that the bean is actually a different size for the most part because of that
1: well let's back it up a little bit all right let's back it up well so i said wine they grow the, the, the the grapes they juice the grapes they make the wine on in the farm coffee they grow the beans they may heart they'll dry the beans out on the farm but then they ship it out somewhere around the world to get roasted so then the roasting there's a large factor that happens with the roasting process that will depend on how it's roasted, will draw out certain flavors. So in the wine creating garden farm, whatever winery, okay, they have expertise every last iota to from the seeds to the cup in that same place where in shipping the beans could be stored oddly. To where maybe some 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 mildew grows in there, or you don't even re- some microscopic mold will grow, or there's too much humidity, or it's too dry, or by the time the beans get to a place where it's going to get roasted, it'll sit for like a year, two years, three years, and that's going to highly impact how it's going to roast. So yeah, there's a lot of different factors when it comes to coffee for how the flavor profiling is going to happen. Okay, but I don't know anything about whiskey. Oh, I don't know either. So I have no idea how that impacts the flavoring of the whiskey. But, but that's
0: but you got to think, though, back to the buyer, then that almost seems ill straight to be a buyer and be buying from, let's say, a Colombian farm. And they said, hey, you know, this coffee smell or tastes like bell peppers to us, pepper and seaweed, let's say. Right. Just throwing out three profiles. Anyways, but then I'm so-and-so buyer and I bring it to America and instead of just going right ahead and roasting it right away so I can try to encapsulate those flavors, I let it sit for two or three years in a warehouse. It gets mildew on it because there's mildew on it or some sort of fungus or fermentation that happens in the warehouse. It's not going to taste good just so you know. Yeah, but my point being is then it changes the profile together. To me, then it comes down to not even the buyer maybe, but then the roaster or whoever that middleman is that let that happen.
1: But then you could also have the guy in Colombia who's just roasting coffee. He's not, um, he doesn't care about flavor profiling. He just, he puts all the coffee in the roaster at the same time, same amount of time at the same temperature. He doesn't caramelize. He doesn't really try to draw out any flavor. He just kind of throws in and and hopes for a good, for a good thing.
0: Well, he's just growing it. He just comes but, out of the earth and he's done with it. Yeah, I understand. Right. What you're so saying. what I'm
1: trying is that this guy who doesn't have any skill at roasting is gonna to try to flavor profile. Then you have a guy who's been fla- uh roast like professional grade high-end coffee roasting for 15 years, and he flavor profiles it to get some nuances you would have never even expected out of it. So the guy in Columbia says he's got seaweed taste, yeah, but then it comes here and the and you who 15 years of roasting experience can actually draw some like sweet fruity grainy smith, sweet apple gra- flavor. Yeah. It. <laughs> it's so wild. Like it, it's it's kind of like um, I had this mini banana. Like no, all, not all mini bananas are the same. Yeah, down in Peru there's this mini mini banana called an apple banana. Really, plátano um, manzana.
0: Okay, and. Does it taste
1: like anything here,
0: by the way, for the it, listeners?
1: It's a little mini banana. Looks, feels, peels open just like a mini banana. And but it tastes exactly like a, an apple. Really? 100%. Interesting. Like, I was like, what? I took every, as soon as I bought my first one, I was like, I went back to the market. I was like, I need to find some more. They are like, sorry, it's out of season. I said, like, what? So I only got it like twice in my life. Okay. Because it was only in season. For like a short period of time. Okay. And it's just like that. Like the banana has a flavor profile of
0: the apple. So weird question. When you bought the mini bananas, did you have other people that you knew try it? Or did everyone else say, hey, if you're buying this, it tastes like a mini banana or um, um, no, an was, apple rather. It was called a apple banana. And because it tastes everybody like an everybody apple. knew it tasted like an apple. Gotcha. It was so good. So back to my point though, with whiskey. So the process with roasting and how, coffee is done is different than whiskey because whiskey sits in oak barrels and ferments and has time to deliver and create profiles based off of the different elements you put in there and the actual wood, wood cask.
1: I don't need. Yeah, exactly. But I don't but with know that, you, how you make whiskey. What are the ingredients?
0: Because vodka, you can use potato, right?
1: Yeah. But Tequila, you use agave.
0: Yeah. It's uh, a combination of a different um Things like barley, uh, yeast, water as well. And then that's the percentage of uh, malt or the, the... Is it
1: just like really strong beer? No, because beer... Is it like espresso for beer? <laughs> well,
0: I guess beer would be just the regular coffee. Yeah. And then whiskey would be the... Uh... That's
1: why it goes well, so well together.
0: Yeah. Back to my point is like since it sits for a while and has time to absorb flavors. Kind of like if you're making an iced coffee, for example... Have you ever made iced coffee before?
1: Uh, Cold brew or iced coffee?
0: Like iced coffee. Japanese style? Like, well, the way, so the way we made it was we would take a pound of of beans or three pounds and we would grind it. We put it in a silk bag then we just pour cold water over top of it. Let it sit for three days out in the sun. So that's cold brew here in the States. Cold brew. Yes. So we make it that way. But the thing is like if we added anything during that process of it sitting for that three days in the sun. We can actually change the the flavor of that coffee ever well, so slightly. That's the
1: difference between flavor profile and flavoring, is because what you are doing is you are adding flavor. You are not adding the. You are not changing the flavor. All right. Profile. So
0: then back to what we're saying is with taste. As far as I know, these are not flavor profiles. These are the flavors that they're saying that they're tasting. Are they flavor profiles? They're flavors. Or Are they flavors? The flavors, as far like as like a know.
1: flavor would be like the honey, honey whiskey, black well, cherry whiskey. So real
0: quick, those are actually peach c- vodka. Those are called liqueurs in America. I found that out from one of the guys that was on our podcast before, or three episodes ago, Donald, because he worked for a natural distillery and and he said in America, amateurs here, right? (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm learning this from through my guests and having educated conversations like we are now, but at least Donald told me that with an American standard, if an American distillery rather makes a spirit in a flavor here, it's called a spirit. It's not actually an actual whiskey. (laughs) That's how they get the name spirit. So if you're getting a sour apple. yes. if you have a sour apple Apple whiskey, it it shouldn't actually be a whiskey. It's actually supposed to be a liqueur. All right. So, Tim, uh, what do you want to do? You want to do price or taste? I want to do taste. All right. We're sticking with taste. All right. So, Tim, I'm going to read the description of a we're going to sample the whiskey again and we're going to figure out if we can taste this whiskey flavor or not. So for a the description is vanilla bourbon and it's clean oh it's a
1: bourbon flavor the whiskey is a bourbon flavor
0: well let's go ahead and try a and see what we've hail vanilla
1: vanilla bourbon and what clean and it's clean i can see where they get the vanilla
0: okay so you're tasting vanilla
1: i don't taste clean and i don't taste bourbon i mean i guess i mean how do you what's bourbon taste like versus whiskey
0: I mean, I guess it would be more of the the oakiness I would feel like with the bourbon than could be with whiskey, possibly.
1: See, I'm just an amateur, so I'm just gonna give it the one.
0: All right, so you're saying that you taste
1: the vanilla? I can see where they get the vanilla. Yeah, get, all right, I give it one on that. <sighs> um,
0: I would say I don't taste the v- vanilla or the bourbon at all. So what my only thing is is clean. What would we describe? clean to be with a, a whiskey you said it tastes dirty but what would make you think that it's dirty instead of clean
1: because it just burns man it's like the nasty. burning it's makes gross. you feel it's just like i just like if i drank this all night long maybe i would understand why they would say clean versus dirty but right now i've just just a couple shots yeah this is dirty but this is dirty drink like this is cheap cheap like if we're gonna have to go to the lightning round with price this is a nine dollar gallon i'm telling you okay
0: well, for me, I taste the clean because I feel like it, it finishes off like kind of just bright. Like it just dissipates real quickly in the end. Even though you feel the burning sensation when it comes down into your chest, it's not lingering in my mouth like B or C does. That is a So good to me, that's why I would say that clean is what I taste. As far as the bourbon or the vanilla, I'm not feeling heavy notes uh, of either. So to me, it's just clean. But you're sticking with the vanilla, correct, Tim? And Correct. neither are the other two. Correct. All right. So why don't we move on to B? And the description for B is nuts, fruitiness, and spiciness for B. So we're supposed to taste nuts, fruitiness, and spiciness. So let's go ahead and try B. Cheers. Whoa. Not settling with you as well as it did the first round?
1: No. Not exactly.
0: But... It's very pungent. Do you like it? Better now? So you taste the spiciness.
1: That's what really got me on that one with the spiciness. All right.
0: I'll stick with you this. There's some sort of spiciness towards the end of it. Even though we said that, I think, believe with C when it had the ice. But this time around with it being clean, so, there uh, is definitely some sort of like heat or like, you know, so have convulsory a little, feeling to it. I have a little dilemma. Okay. I remember this. I remember earlier
1: talking about apples. Okay. Apple pie. Uh-huh. Talk about oak, fire, and all that stuff Okay. with this one. This current shot that I just sipped, I don't necessarily get those flavors anymore. Interesting. I do remember talking about them. So I could potentially say, based off this entire night's experience, this could get a three from me. But based off the flavor that I just
0: sipped. Which is weird because at this point, you scored first round B with a one and second round B with a one. But you're saying now between A and B, if we're just going by, based off what you like.
1: That's not what I said. I said the three flavors that you're given,
0: uh-huh. the, each flavor is a point, right? Explain this to me. You say you taste spiciness, correct? Yes. What about a fruitiness? Well, That's what I'm trying to explain. Throughout
1: the entire f- tasting of B, remember earlier I said I tasted apples? Yes. And earlier I also said that it tastes like some type of oak. But when okay. I think about the oak, it's kind of similar to a nutty flavor. But when I taste it right now, Mm -hmm. the spice is so powerful, that's basically all I got. But if I go up based off of memory, I could potentially say I taste all three. Interesting. So how how should I do that? How should I rate this?
0: I mean, if you feel like you can taste it unequivocally, then I would say yes, stick with that as your answer. If it's changing for you throughout the night and you don't feel it the same now with us reading the description, just don't count it. Because to me, I would say, this is for me, spiciness I feel at the end. I agree with that. As far as that sweetness, I still taste with B, that's still very strong. Neat, that is. I can inherently say that this sweetness could come from some sort of fruit. Unfortunately, the description I have doesn't describe a certain sort of fruit. So let's say we were talking a granny apple versus A strawberry, obviously a strawberry is much sweeter than a granny apple. So that would give me a different sort of profile to be looking for. But in general, since fruit is generally known as being sweet, I will say that I can see fruitiness coming with sweetness. So I will give it myself personally fruitiness. As far as nuts, I don't associate that personally with wood, even though nuts can be roasted. I can see the roasting process that it gives it a woodiness flavor, but I don't taste a nut and think directly that I'm like, Oh, I'm eating wood. No, but who, or I'm getting that sensation. So to me, there's no nuts for me, how I'm scoring. You can make a decision. If you think that that woodiness comes with the nuts or not,
1: I'm going to definitely agree with the uh, fruit. Cause I definitely go with apple pie at the end and resampling
0: it a couple times now.
1: Yeah. I think I'd try like four times now, or this is number four, just to be sure. You got to be
0: positive. Yeah, I understand. So with the nuts, though, do you distinctively feel that you're tasting some sort of nuttiness with it? Like the nut, I'm being like a nutty flavor. Yes, because, again, this is ambiguous. So there's a big is. difference, let's say, between saying it, you're eating a chestnut versus peanut butter or a, a peanut, for example. There's definitely a different distinction in flavor.
1: You know, this uh, we're just going to leave it off. I'm, I'm not going to say I'm not going to define yes because it's too much of a difficulty, but I can't. So, off the record, it is possible that I could possibly taste it, but I don't think it's strong enough for me to give it a point.
0: Okay, fair enough. So, we're both saying nothing to the nuts, yes to the fruitiness, yes to the spiciness. Yes. All right, so let's go with C now. C's description is vanilla, honey, and spice. And everything nice. Right, maybe they just stole it from that. We don't know what to say. Hey, you guys heard that Carol before? (laughs) Alright let's uh, cheers to this one It also helps that we're not getting a little ne- Or it doesn't help that we're getting a knee rated Through the process But we are drinking plenty of water in between sips For the listeners at home Can
1: you repeat those flavors?
0: I mean this is the semifinals So again vanilla honey and spice
1: Definitely taste vanilla and honey
0: Yeah, Yeah So Tim is saying yes to the vanilla Yes to the honey I would definitely say I taste vanilla and honey And I do taste some spice. I still feel, like I said, it's kind of the Marriott of A and B, where it's kind of a a great in the middle spot. And I do feel like I taste some sort of spice coming off of it. So I'm going to score yes to spice, honey, and vanilla.
1: I think that's the one that got most of the points on that one. Five out
0: of six? Five out of six in comparison to B, which you will get a four out of six. And then... A, which gets a two out of six.
1: So does that mean? So does that mean for the C, I'll put a one.
0: One for C, a two for B, and a three for A, which actually mirrors again what I drank, or I scored rather for Jesus drank, what I scored rather for uh, round one and two. Same. Uh, scorecard, please. And a drum roll. So. I mean, A is automatically three, 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 so 9, so 18 for both of us. Not really. It's out of the park. B, rather, uh, you gave it a score then, or adding the score up, you gave it a score of 4. And with C, you gave it a score of 5. For me, I had a score of 6 for B and a score of 3 for C. So adding the two together, we're coming down two-point difference, rather, of 10 and 8. So our winner then is C. Yes, congratulations to C. So everyone that's at home finally wanting to listen in and find out who is what. Can we can we go for the pricing here? Just for the hell of it. So real quick, we actually took an unpronounced break. And I want to point out something that I thought was interesting. T- Tim wanted to try to guess the price on his own accord to the side of what things would be. That's right. And, and I did
1: not do so good.
0: It's not really about good or bad, but... I just want to point out that in the end, C still won. So what he had done is he had guessed closest to the value of what he would pay for things. For A, he said he'd pay $15. B, he said he'd pay $30. And actually C, since that wasn't his favorite, he paid $36 for. A was $18. So there's a $3 difference. So that would have scored one for him. B would have scored third for him because he guessed $30 for that one. is only $18 as well. And C, he guessed 36, which would have been second place because the price of it was $29. So if we had gone with the scoring that way, again, C would have come out with the the lowest score possible because it would have put B up higher still and had C. So the method for this, I think, is kind of a little uh, on the mark that depending on either way that you go with it. And again, I didn't put Tim up to this. He just wanted to do it for the fun of it. I was like, dude.
1: Let's just do this real quick, please. Yeah. For more. Yeah.
0: See what it feels like. Cause I'm happy someone wanted to try both. Cause I've never had anyone that's like come back and be like, Oh, I would have thought differently. So with a little bit of drum roll. All right. So third place is a Cavanaugh Irish. Our second place winner. Whiskey B was the riverboat rye from Tennessee. And our first place winner which a lot of people might be happy with depending on it because the popular whiskey bullet rye from Kentucky. So congratulations to bullet rye woo woo. bullet. You will be moving on to the finals. So next episode will be our final round. Tim, thank you so very much for being on the show today.
1: Thank you for having me, Paul. This has been a good experience and very fun.
0: Well, I appreciate you being on. And again, thank you everyone for listening. To anyone that's new today, don't forget to follow at whiskeyamateurs.com, Facebook, whiskeyamateurs, or IG at whiskeyamateur. Tim, love to have you back for possibly season two of Whiskey Amateurs. Salute. Cheers and salute to everyone. Good night.
1: Good night.